15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and non-religious show hailing from the great state of Zion. This is episode number 314, and we're so glad to have all of you along for the ride. I'm your host, X, and joining me once again for yet another episode is my good friend, Kyle Steenblick. My best friend, Kyle's here. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, you know, I don't have the soundboard up, but... And our special Thank God. guest... Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. As soon as I watch that movie home, I'm like, yep, I'm getting that drop. <laughs> And uh, joining us as a special guest is return champion Susan from the Divi- Divine Disbelief show, along with her good friend, Nathaniel. Good friend. My good friend. Your good friend. <laughs> I mean, I don't friend. want to put a label on you guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, at, at this point. You know, good it's, good it's, friend. I think it's been long enough Match, that, that best works. friend might be. Yeah. I mean, I, I would consider him my best friend. I don't know if he considers me his best friend. You know, I, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. <laughs> Well, that sounds like and something sex, you guys need so, to talk you know. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. We just got done having the uh, the last little hour on live streaming on Twitch, and we were hungry, I think, is what I guess is the best term for that one, because we talked about food a whole lot. And uh, ultimately, we had Phil's parrots trying to take over the entire goddamn show. So uh, if, if you want to know what that's all about, you can find us on Twitch and watch us there. Or if you are if you happen to be uh, in the realm of, uh, you know, having a couple of bucks a month you could throw towards us, you can hear us on the Uncut Show or you could hear the live stream because uh, I'll put up an audio version of that later in the week on uh, on Patreon as well. Because not everybody likes to use Twitch and so if people want to have podcasts, I will give you a podcast to listen to. So that, there you go. Okay, so like I said, we just got done doing that on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Utah Outcasts. And um, we had those people in the peanut gallery, like we said, as well. Um, so help me pay off the studio costs. And uh, this week we're getting the new internet in. As long as there's not any problems, we should be back in studio doing a live show next Saturday. And Felicia said she'll be there. So uh, so what's what have you guys been up to for the past week? Anything interesting happening with you, Susan, Kyle? Anything? Um, we got a bunch of Funko Pops. And it was Star Wars Day this week. <laughs> I got. I'm very excited about this. That I have to lean over and, and grab. Uh, one of my coworkers brought me a, a Chewbacca lunchbox for Star Wars Day, which I was unreasonably excited about. <laughs> she was like, "I saw this and I thought of you, and I just had to get it for you." And I'm just like. What did they do to my poor baby girl? <laughs> my poor baby boy. They they skinned him and they made him a lunchbox. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so Star Wars Day was 
Oh, yeah, kind it was of amazing. May the 4th. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. It was. May the 4th. And then yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the Bad Batch came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been meaning I have a, to watch I, I, I have, it. I have not, I have not <laughs> sat down and watched it yet. I haven't either, but I'm, I'm hesitant to only because I haven't finished Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in, even though I haven't finished Clone Wars. Yeah, I don't know if I need to have that. You don't. No, okay. So that's good. It's, it's side story kind of stuff. Yeah. You, know? it's, you don't. It's not But Rex did you, well, guys. yeah, yeah. Did you, did you watch Rebels? Mm-mm. Okay. So I should watch that first. You should watch that one. Well, I mean, you should watch that because it's much better than Clone Wars. Yeah, because after the first four episodes, it really gets good. Really, really gets good. Yeah. Rebels is really fucking good. It just has to set up the universe in the first, Mm -hmm. like, four. Mm -hmm. And then once they get off planet for the first time, you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Good show. Need Need to do that. I think I might do that tomorrow. Yeah, watch that. Watch that yeah. one first. Yeah, so watch go that one first. Fin- finish watching Rebels and then go back and watch Rogue One. Ooh, because they make Ro- they make Rebels into real life in Rogue One. Yes, you need to watch. Is it I, just going to make me cry even more? Because I still like I no I no cry no. Okay, Rogue so one nobody. Anyway. No, okay, I can't say nobody on Rebel. Uh, Rogue One is you know Rebel because you you meet the end of somebody in Rogue One that was in Rebels but he, he wasn't the uh he wasn't like a main protagonist he was a main concurrentagonist i can't remember it's Saw Gerrera you know you, he's he's in Oh the yeah, show yeah, quite yeah, a bit, yeah but yeah um no th- there's just a scene like where they're at the rebel base getting ready for their attack when they're on uh Yavin 4 and there's a droid in the background and if the mm-hmm. astute watchers would be like Oh shit! That's that droid from that thing. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then later yeah. on during the giant space battle, there's a yeah, very there's a, there's a there's prominent a ship. ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was so good. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was exciting. Uh, that was that was yeah. I still remember going to see Rogue One at the latest showing when I got off work one night, and it was me and one other dude in the theater. It was great. Because we were both fucking Star Star Trek Star Trek Star Wars nerds, <laughs> and we were just losing our shit watching the whole thing, uh-huh. like talking to each other during the whole fucking movie. Because we're not bothering anybody, because it's just us. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was blah blah blah. Like, I know, <laughs> like five this rows is apart. So exciting. <laughs> well, it's like when fucking uh, Punda uh, Baba comes up, and you have Doctor Cornelius Evazon too. I'm like, holy shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> They managed to safely get off that planet just in time, only to die later on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they got a bad rap. They were they were really decent guys. They just like robot they... chickens take on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love your hair. I just love the line. Um, I think it was. I think it was just a one-off little sketch from Robot Chicken. What the hell is an aluminum falcon? Oh, when he's t- talking, when it's Palpatine he's talking like on the on phone, the phone uh-huh. Vader. Oh my God, he's crying. <laughs> How long have you been out there? You, you must smell like burnt bacon wrapped in a leathery sock. <laughs> God, I haven't thought about robot chicken in forever. So the, thank you. But then at the very end, he's like, "Okay, yes, uh huh, yes, I love you too." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh such a good show! Oh, yeah. Such a good show. Oh man, and I, I I made the mistake of watching the the Simpsons like Star Wars thing that they had. They had like a short three minute video. Man, 
I don't want to be a hater, but I just didn't like it at all because Maggie going to daycare and they're Star Wars characters. Oh, was that? I think I saw. It's is like that a the thing that's on Disney short. Plus right now? Yeah, or something? It's, yeah, yeah. I watched it and I'm like, this. Okay, I I probably should just not be the dick about it, but I just thought it was stupid. But they they just it's, they don't it's care. weird to me to see a Fox property with Disney shit in it. It, it. I mean, we're not talking just like Star Wars characters. There's like the seven dwarves are in there too, and I'm like. I don't know how to take this, man. This is weird. <laughs> Full disclosure, I've I've only ever seen the Simpsons movie and never watched any other Simpsons. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this, this is coming from somebody who like really enjoys animation. There's a handful but, of like amazing seasons. Amazing seasons. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all the red ones are just kind of yeah, they're they're okay. <laughs> is it worth like diving in from the beginning? I if you're a fan, of, well, one, if you're a fan of animation, yes. Because of the, mm-hmm. the first because couple of seasons the, were Klasky Supo, the, the guys. Yeah. The, oh, wow. Watching, yeah. watching the, the arc in the animation is really fascinating. Yeah. Like especially <laughs> going back and looking at it, you know, you, where you can, especially, especially if you go back before the show actually started and you, so Tracy find, Ullman, right? you find the tro- Tracy Ullman shorts, that's, in, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Somebody out there in our chat's like, so I threw the Senate at him. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh so what were we talking about here? Uh, uh yeah, the, the New York visit episode where Homer fucking hates New York City. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> and I'm bringing it up only because I have Mountain Dew in front of me right here, and he goes <laughs> He's having something like a food cart waiting at World Trade Center, which, wow. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> He's waiting at one of the World Trade Center buildings because he has to pay for tickets right, to the right, boot office right, car. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was falafel. It was, it was, no, it was chalchalash. <laughs> Come get your fresh chalchalash. And he's like, what's chalchalash? And he's like. He's like, give me a bowl of your cockalash. He's like, no bowl, stick. <laughs> and he just gets a, a stick of whatever fucking meat it uh-huh. is. And he's like eating it. He's like, oh, that's terrible. He's like, what do you have to drink? He's like, I have crab juice or mountain, or I have uh, crab juice or mountain dew. And he's like, ooh, I'll take the crab juice. <laughs> <laughs> and he drinks like nine cans. <laughs> he has to go pee, goes up one tower. The bathroom's not in that one. He has to go down and up the other one. <laughs> And of course, that's the time that the parking attendant comes by. <laughs> yep, oh, that was a good. Which episode. is 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 entirely true to New York. <laughs> that's exactly what fucking happens every time. But when he's retelling the story when he first went to New York, and he's like at the very end of the story, and that's when the chuds came out, and I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck, I love this show." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Okay, what were we talking about? Kyle, what did you do for the week? Anything interesting? No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you been consuming anything that you want to share with people that other folks might not know about? Or um, So uh, on, on HBO is, was a, a, sh- a short-lived series. They might bring it back. I don't know yet. But uh, a short series called We're Here. Oh, yeah. You shared that this week. Absolutely fucking watch that show. If you haven't, just watch it. 
It's about like the queer experience living in a small town is what I gathered from it, I think. Or it is it is it is it is traveling drag queens that, that set <laughs> oh, up so it's too long drag sh- okay. set up drag shows in small towns. They like go to <laughs> I need to watch this. Uh like <laughs> Gettysburg they start in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, they oh, go to man. Twin Falls, Idaho. <laughs> I'm unreasonably Farming, excited. Farmington, about this. New Mexico. It is it is absolutely incredible. It's 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 a perfect it's a perfect combination of the kits you would expect from drag shows. So it is it is deliciously hilarious. And we'll also have you in tears at points. So <laughs> Beautiful oh, combination. Like Beautiful combination. That those are the those are the extremes that I like to fluctuate between. And and if you can get that in one show, in one sitting, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And and I, and I'm still I'm still still playing cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> dude, there's look, you've got multiple endings, you got multiple character arcs. I'm doing them all. Did you romance the cop or no? Not yet. I'm okay. getting there. No, it's it's on it's on the list. You know, I do when I play these kind of games. <laughs> you need to see it I, all. <laughs> I go I go through. It's like okay, I'm doing this combination of things. I'm doing th- then I'm doing this. So I've I've got I've got two endings down so far. It's the choose your own adventure. See, it's I, a, I it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. And, yeah. I got my I got the ending where you go. I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, but it was, he has to, he goes to a casino at the very end of it. I don't know if you got that ending. No, not yet, but okay. I know which one that is. Okay, yeah. So I got that ending, and I was just like, mm-hmm. ah, well, I'm good with that. That's a good ending. <laughs> and I'm done. Well, that's the thing is like I have fucking limited time to <laughs> to play games. It's like if it's an okay ending, I'm fine with that. I miss the days where I would go through Chrono Trigger and try to get every fucking mm-hmm. ending. You know. Or, you know, going back to an old save and be like, I want to replay it from this point, you know, because I, I would with RPGs, I would get like a whole memory card full of the of mm-hmm. save files, you know, just in case you wanted to jump back. Uh, to I would I, w- I would say it's it's very much worth. It's very much worth trying for for different endings and different outcomes to, to things. I wanted to hook up with the uh, the the lady you do the races with. I never got that option. So, no, no, you don't. You don't get don't that. You, you don't get. No, you don't get that. You don't get that option. You don't get that option. You, there, Boo, you have a few you different. Hook up with everybody. I just like bartenders. You know that would be nice. <laughs> that would be that would be very very nice. Um, it is at least nice that you have. No matter no matter what kind of character you set up, you have options for any Everyone. orientation. Yeah. 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 And especially like the fact that you can literally go along the 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 sex shop strips and just pick anyone yes. you want to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's a it's, it's a wonderful fun. it's, it's a, a wonderful game. thing. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. let's see. I picked up a Star Citizen this week. I don't know why I did. I okay. I'll I'll tell you what it is. One of a one of the guys that was on the show a long time ago, old episode uh, with Lee George Cade. Yeah, uh, I love Lee. Super smart guy. He still remembers you, by the way. I, t- I was on, I was on Discord with him last night for about four hours. <laughs> so he he's been playing. I this haven't. Game. I haven't. Se- yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen or spoken to him for years. So Lee George Cade was one of the first supporters of this show, and he's mm-hmm. he's a guy that I was always in contact with from the Geek Show podcast. He's just somebody that yeah. was just nice to have a conversation with because he's fucking smart, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's also got the brain that gets distracted easily, just like me. So oh, it's like yeah. I need to. 
laser focus shit, but he was talking about this game called Star Citizen, and I I heard about this one. Yeah. And it's just basically a space sim kind of like flight. It's space flight simulator kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I grew up playing the Wing Commander series, which was like sci-fi anthropomorphic tigers mm-hmm. that you were at war with, you know, the Kill Roth. Sounds amazing. Oh, it is. It was a oh. great series. Like the first two were good because it was all sprite based and they did actually a pretty good job of having good mm-hmm. battles in space. And the third one, they switched to polygons. But they also switched to live actors. So you yeah. had John Reese Davies. Mark Hamill. John Reese Davies and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill was in it. Uh-huh. And, you know. Absolutely a fucking amazing. It was amazing for the time because it was. For four, the time, yeah. It was four fucking CDs, man. Or no, five, I yeah. think. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like four. It was like four or five. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was a good fucking story. It had good beginning, middle, end. So the guy that made that series uh, went off and he wanted to start this new thing called uh, Star Citizen. And it's a, like I said, it's a space simulator, but like right now they only have one like solar system that you can travel between. There's like four planets. Each planet has moons and there's like places you can go in asteroid belts and everything too. And like it, it, you have warp speed kind of travel and everything, but like it's fucking realistic. Like you start the game, you wake up mm-hmm. in like a bay on the planet where like you obviously just kipped for the night. You get up, you have to take the tram to the fucking spaceport. You get to the spaceport. You have to get your ship out of storage and have them put in a hangar so you can take off with it. You get in the ship and you better be careful what fucking button you click because I accidentally ejected one time. You know, it, it, <laughs> it takes it's like it's like flight simulator, but like spacecraft, you know. And so I'm sitting there and um, you have to call the tower for them to open the door to let you out. But you can fly from planet surface out into fucking space, jump to wherever you want nearby and then you pick up all sorts of contracts. You can do just you could be a delivery driver if you want to. You could be a mercenary hunter. You could be just has all these fun little shits that you can just waste time having fun with. And they have a persistent universe like an MMO. So it's kind of nice that you could jump on with like four other people because they have fucking capital ships. We're talking like can crew 25 people. <laughs> you can have somebody flying it and then like 24 gunners on this goddamn ship. And so you could just yar har go fucking destroy pirates left and right. And it's, it was a fucking, it was blast. very firefly. I, and I like it. It was fun because like they, they just said, Hey, we'll come by and pick you up. And they picked me up at the fucking space at the spaceport. And they're like, I'm like, do you guys need me to go to a certain place? He's like, no, just jump off the edge of the ship and then we'll pick you up an EVA. And so I literally <laughs> went out into space, jumped off a fucking platform and then EVA'd into this guy's spaceship. Like, just non... It was non-stop. I get in there, and then next thing you know, he just fucking takes off at light speed to wherever he needed to go, and then where he's landing the fucking thing, and we're going down into a cave to kill mercenaries and shit, and it's just like, this is all right, man. I'm having a good time doing this, and it would be really great if they actually had a... Uh, uh, the, if, the, if, the heart, if the software was actually finished, but it's still an alpha. It's, it's been an alpha for 10 years. <laughs> and so... It, it's weird to make real money go towards pretend things in the universe, but like, it's really cool that you could buy ships and you can buy all sorts of cool stuff. And I don't know. I've, I've had a lot, a lot of fun doing that. And beyond that, I've been playing. I'm oh, not playing. I've been watching more anime because that's my that's my thing right now. And yes, it's another isekai <laughs> like anime, uh, you know, dying in one world, being brought back in another with all your memories and shit uh, called Konosuba which is uh, really, 
really fucking funny. It's also slightly etchy, but it's really funny. So etchy meaning kind of pervy, you know, because it's the the boob jiggle. That's just there's a lot of that for teenage boys, I would assume, but or grown men. (laughs) You've you've got to know the market. That's yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it is really it's fucking hilarious because he's got a knight with him that is essentially just a meat shield. But she's also a she's also a a masochist. So she gets, so she enjoys being the yes, issue. She gets like she starts to blush when like the guys like berating her on the show, and she's just <laughs> and, like, and then when she gets starts getting beat up by demons and shit, she's just like nearly she's like enjoying it way too much, and the demons are like, wait, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this. I this is not something I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> you should be hating this. She's just like, no, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Have you ever and, watched Devil as a Part Timer? No, <laughs> but there's. So, uh, let me finish one more. One more. Oh, character. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They have a mage that they have in their party. Super powerful mage knows one spell, <laughs> and has spec that thing out as high as they possibly can. So where the, they can only cast that one spell one time a day, <laughs> and it's just he's got the most useless fucking party that he could ever have in a, in a different world. <laughs> and then there's another lady that's a priest that's such a high level priest that all the undead flocked her <laughs> god it's hilarious it, it, the it, disney princess of, of <laughs> dead people oh no she's an asshole too <laughs> oh nice <laughs> but yeah that's good sorry what was the show you were talking about devil is a devil is a part-timer so it's basically about like I... he comes to earth and has to work at a fast food restaurant it's only like <laughs> two seasons but it's fucking hilarious and i have like i used to have it on blu-ray or something i don't know this was like five years ago when i bought it but i haven't watched it in forever and now i'm just like i need to watch this again because it's funny like it's really funny and i think i'd heard about it from like uh one of my friends in the rooster teeth community and Mm -hmm. i remember just being all like okay i trust you for anime because y'all are all giant nerds (laughs) so like i i trust that this is good and and yeah, it's it's super funny. So I highly recommend that one. Oh, it's also a light novel <laughs> series. So I check pick those up too. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. I, I like having new shit to watch. So yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Someone said I donated to that crowdfund almost ten years ago. Yeah. See, the game's been in that in development that long, but they they've actually started making a um a cinematic version of the game that not cinematic. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking? They're trying to make like a a campaign mode for the game mm-hmm. and so far they've paid people like uh sigourney weaver is going to be in it they've got a couple of other people that they've been recording mocap and audio dialogue and everything so good time to get into it because i think they're gonna they're they're probably eventually going to have a actual finished product and once they figure out how to make one solar system they're going to figure out how to they'll probably be able to make like 30 or 40 so just imagine being able to travel that much fucking distance in a game it's it's fantastic i love it so hi i'm god and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not... Can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce. Uh, 
You want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm going to kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm going to give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And I'm going to kill all of his livestock. You know? just, oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Ah, so sorry if we were boring you guys with your with our <laughs> anime and video games on this atheist and non-religious podcast. We'll get to it. God, ch- chill the fuck out. You know. <laughs> Let us talk about the things we like. Yeah, let's on. talk about the things we like before we get into things that we fucking hate, like uh, this guy, Glenn Danzig. Let's talk about Danzig here for a minute, which the the sad thing is, is I used to like Danzig quite a bit. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't like him in the Misfits. I, I was never a big fan of the Misfits, but uh, his solo stuff was pretty good. Like his live album was good. Uh, hey, it was all it's, right. It's OK. It's, here's the it's, thing. It's Danzig. You know, it's not yeah. going to be fantastic. It's not meatloaf. No. You know? So he's a uh, he's kind of uh, got something to say right now. And this uh, article comes from Revolver Mag, and uh, it's about the topic of cancel culture. Yes, Glenn Danzig talking about cancel culture, guys. <laughs> so in an interview your, with Rolling your Stone, your go to, your go to for everything. Yes, yeah, let, it makes sense. Let's ask the millionaire what he thinks about cancel culture. <laughs> uh, he was on a. In, in an interview with Rolling Stone that focused on his upcoming horror western flick, Death Rider in the House of Vampires, yeah, that's the reason he did this interview. That's the reason he wanted to sell his next project. And by all means, sometimes you have to. But uh, uh, let's see. The the Misfits frontman revealed that he doesn't think controversial punk bands such as his own would be able to flourish today because of quote woke bullshit unquote. You do realize that punk was like against fascism as well, right? You, yeah, wasn't that like a whole like it was, Nazi punks it fuck was off thing? Counterculture then, and you know, being quote unquote woke is the counterculture towards fucking systemic racism right now. Right. You know. <laughs> that does that that doesn't compute for me because it's it's that's that's sort of always been the thing, and he's. I mean, let's just go with let's go with the dead Kennedys. Jello Biafra very much fucking hates the government. Very much. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He had an album called "Kill, Kill, 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 Kill the Poor." You know, I mean, Holiday in Cambodia. You you could bring up a whole bunch of other ones where, like, yeah, they're they're terrible, or you may think that they're terrible, but they're actually trying to make people realize that this world's kind of fucked up, you know? So I would argue that most punk bands back then were woke as well. I hate that fucking word. I hate the word woke whenever we're talking about stuff. But I don't know. Let's continue with the article here. It says, uh, the passage arrives toward the end of the lengthy Q&A when the interviewee interviewer asked the 65-year-old... <laughs> Oh fuck! I feel old now. <laughs> can you be punk rock at sixty-five? Though that's that's the burning yes. question. You, no, you yes, you absolutely yeah. can. Except you can't be Johnny Lydon though, because he's not fucking punk anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these guys took a hard fucking conservative turn when they got to be in their AARP years, you know. <laughs> and that's not digging on anybody, because I'm actually a member of AARP. Because I'm, uh, you only have to be like 
39 or 38 or something like that to join them. And I get benefits, man. Not just $5 <laughs> off Golden Corral either. I mean. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Tell Nathaniel his, on his, his birthday is here next month. So. <laughs> just get him a card. Get a membership. <laughs> uh, let's see. They, he tried to explain the meaning behind the Misfits infamous 1980 track, Last Caress. Yeah, okay, well, hang on. You want to talk about people that are woke in their 60s that are fucking still punk? Henry fucking Rollins, man. That's true. Yep. That's true. I did see a meme where he was just where, where it was like, cancel culture. And Danzig's all like, eh, fuck cancel culture. And Henry Rollins is like, okay, boomer. Yeah, Hank would be fucking tearing shit down left and right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the song was Last Caress, and for context, the song contains lines about killing babies and a verse that goes, sorry guys, I have to say it, and I, uh, I R-worded your mother today, and it doesn't matter much to me as long as she's spread. Okay. Shocking lyrics, because you guys were a band of misfits. You were like ghouls, like, you were playing characters, right? That's what the music was. It was characters, right? Because... I had a discussion with somebody about Guar recently where they're just like, oh, man, their lyrics were terrible. I'm like, yeah, because they were an out of space, out of outer space species that got crash landed on a planet and they fucking hated humanity. Yes, they're going to sing terrible, terrible lyrics about humans because they fucking hated humans. You know. It's I didn't story. know there was a backstory behind Guar. Oh, man, they, they created oh, the human a race. Huge one. They created yeah. the human race by having sex with monkeys, you know. Mm hmm. And they got frozen in Antarctica until the 80s when Sleazy P. Martini found them on his expedition. And uh, he gave them, he he was trespassing in their temple. And the, the only reason he didn't get killed was because he gave them all cocaine. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know all right. way, too, way too goddamn much about war, guys. You know? uh, and Danzig says, it's just a crazy ass song. We would do things just to piss people off. Okay, that sounds like a... I guess everybody's got to have a motto to live by, you know, or uh, something that gets them up and out of bed the next day. I don't know. Uh, let's see. He says um, the interviewer asked if it was just a matter of Danzig cooking up the most fucked up content imaginable for the sake of absurdity. And he's like, yeah, part of it. <laughs> like, fuck everybody. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the world. I was just like, fuck your system. Fuck all this bullshit. It was something else. He said. There you have it. It, 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 is Glenn's real name Kyle? I mean, not not you, Kyle, but like he, he fucking it. monster energy <laughs> drinks and punching holes in the drywall because I fucking hate my Chad. parents, man. <laughs> Chad Danzig. <laughs> yeah, it's new head cannon. Oh, <laughs> okay, so it was during this moment of reflection on punk's trollish attitude during the 1980s. Not all punk was trollish, man. No, <laughs> not all of it. God. That the polarizing C word came up. I don't think people will ever see anything like that again, he said. There won't be any new bands coming out like that. They will immediately get canceled. Shut up, Glenn. You're out of touch. (laughs) You're so fucking far out of touch. How about you don't need to be an asshole to be a punk band or a punk rocker? You don't need to have the fuck you attitude in order for you to be punk still, you know? Well, I mean, then, what, what ex- do I know? I, fucking, an, I listen to, to Ska more anyway, so you know, Ska was welcoming e- of everybody. To an extent you do, but it's, you know, it, it's real, 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 God, and listen, listen like to the 40 asshole. year old saying about punk yeah. rock. <laughs> Gatekeeping punk. <laughs> yeah, real I was going to say, yeah, oh God, I'm going to sound like an asshole, but, you know, <laughs> real punk, real, 
punk was anti it's anti-establishment it's mm-hmm. anti uh, almost anti-government but not quite it's it toes man. it toes that line but yeah it was very much <laughs> it was <laughs> it's it wasn't trollish i mean it that exists but no not really <laughs> not that was that so, was like sex pistols level yeah, i was punk. gonna say somebody out there in chat <laughs> says who does he think he is johnny rotten <laughs> <laughs> yeah he oh, kind of yeah. does that's why i said john yeah. rotten earlier sorry i didn't know yeah. he knew that was uh, he's he became a fucking conservative asshole so he, he always was yeah that's the point you know uh mm-hmm. let's see to ask to clarify what he meant danzig continued people don't understand oh jesus you're 65 and still doing the they don't understand me. <laughs> Because it's not a phase, mom. There, look, there's a point. There's a point where if if nobody understands, it's because you're not communicating clearly. Well, it's because you're an asshole. It's not everybody else is an <laughs> asshole, you know. Or maybe they do understand and they decide they just don't like it. Right. And he continues said because everything's so cancel culture, woke bullshit nowadays. But you can never have punk explosion nowadays. Because of cancel culture and woke bullshit. He's just repeating himself here. You would never have it. It never would have happened. We're lucky it happened when it did because it'll never happen again. You won't have any of those bands ever again. Everyone's so uptight and PC. It's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> just makes me think of the, the kids in the hallways like, my name's Doug and I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, to it. No, that was the state. Sorry. That wasn't kids in the hall. That was the right. state. Sorry, so yeah, he is he is right. We're never gonna have that kind that explode that punk explosion again because it already happened. Yeah, it's, it's not just like we're gonna like, all of a sudden just, have a new yeah, Beatles, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we're never gonna have we're never gonna have the the explosion of uh R and B that we had. We're never gonna have the explosion of of uh, uh BTS won't ever get you know, more popular. Rock, you know? We're, ne- we're never going to have that explosion of, of rock like we had with with the Beatles and, and the Rolling Stones and the Beach Boys. That explosion of uh, jazz and and pop and that's not going to happen again. Those things happen once mm-hmm. because once they happen, now something new has to has to happen. Yeah, like we're that's, not we're never going to have the a, way it works. We're never going to have a revival of uh, dubstep. You know? Oh, thank God. No, yeah. Well, fuck all you people then <laughs> woke cancel culture bullshit keeping my dubstep away i want more skrillex <laughs> albums god damn it <laughs> dead mouse for life i don't i don't think he's i don't fucking know he's, he's i listen to bluegrass there. music man um. <laughs> <laughs> well that's dead too come on that's that explosion is never gonna happen again are you kidding exactly yeah it's I'm gonna gatekeep all that real bluegrass music. Right. Only real Actually, artists. there is. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. That's a whole show. Yeah. Never someone mind. out in the uh, the chat says, "Yeah, I mean, trolling is part of counterculture, but it's not the whole thing." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you, you got to give something for the parents to be like clutching their pearls against. Like, oh my goodness, oh these are terrible mm-hmm. people. I don't want you right. listening to that music, which drives right. the kids to listen to that music. Right. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> it's always that's always going to be an an element of it, but it's not. That's not the entire point. Again, that's what the Sex Pistols were. 
Somebody that's says, what they were. Wait, you mean we're never going to have another Limp Biscuit? <laughs> no. Oh, never again. No. Oh. Oh, what is my little middle school heart going to do then? I still have oh, both those albums. I. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I gotta go. I don't listen to them. <laughs> I have them. As a reminder for never again. You know? Every now and then you need to pull the, the old CDs out. Look at them for and a listen, second. Listen to, the, listen to the old stuff and go, what? yeah, that was a thing that happened. That- no, usually what happens when I look at the CD collection and I pull one or two out, I'm like, huh. Fuck, I, had, I wish I had something that could play these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, what can I put these in now? Fuck, my car? Oh, maybe. I don't. Does that come with a CD player? <laughs> oh, so Danzig's a piece of shit. Uh, who would have known? Who would have known that Danzig was a turd? You know, it was, always yeah. was. He always, always was. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Woohoo! I'm a college man! I won't need my high school diploma anymore! I am too smart! I am too smart! I am too smart! I am too smart! S-M-R-T! I mean S-M-A-R-T! Okay, so let's see. Now that we're done with Glenn Danzig, let's go ahead and get into... Uh, uh, let me see if I can find something that's more pop culture based because it seems like we have religion and politics coming up here in a minute nope it looks like that's all we got is religion and politics so let's <laughs> let's talk about the uh the lds church why don't we because why not that's a breakneck thing we could do uh it was six months into the COVID 19 pandemic when things became most frightening for john davis here in, uh, in utah so oh that um, must have been really super hard for him his grandmother mm-hmm. who was 82 years old had tested positive for the virus. Her symptoms were mild at first, but she couldn't go back to her nursing home and had to stay at a COVID care center in Salt Lake County. Mm-hmm. Davis, who lives in Spanish Fork, so for people of reference, uh, Spanish Fork is probably about 30, 40 miles away from Salt Lake City, I think, some, I believe, yeah. uh, was relieved when his grandmother was finally released. But a few days later, he got the news that she was in the hospital. Her kidneys were shutting down, her brain was too, and the doctors finally uh, told his family that COVID had caused too much damage and she died two days later and Davis was devastated for it because as you should be, because I lost a grandparent too. And that fucking sucked. You know, Mm -hmm. that wasn't the worst of it though. To Davis, it was just clear that his grandmother had died of COVID and to other family members though, that wasn't just a matter of debate. It was part of an international conspiracy. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh yeah, I forgot to bring up the story about the uh, what they did in uh, Moroni, Utah, this week, where they had a fucking bonfire where they set fire to the syringe. It was a it was a effigy of a syringe with people. Yeah, you might want to look that one up, Susan. It's fucking it's disturbing the way that I really wish everybody could see my face. Like, listening <laughs> to the audio version of this, they could see just the look. They are they are not clever people. This no. lot, no. And they're standing around with their cute little slogan t-shirts about how COVID's a hoax and shit, and they're burning their masks with it. And this state has fucking given up on, you know, masks anywhere. I I, I took my kids to go do something with a couple of their friends mm-hmm. because their their friends have all been fine this whole time. And literally everybody around them, this place we were, was not wearing masks. And my kids were like, can I not wear mine? I'm like, no, wear your fucking mask everywhere you go. I don't give a shit if your other friends are not doing it. Wear your fucking mask, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Jeez. Fucking terrible. You can, yeah, you can talk about not wearing it after you're vaccinated. Yeah. That's, Once I get you a shot, maybe we'll talk about that. <laughs> because yeah. even then, I'm still, I'm vaccinated and I'm still wearing my fucking thing everywhere because, mm-hmm. because one, it's not a hundred percent guarantee you're not going to get it. It, it just matter. It'll keep you from dying from it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't want to potentially possibly be spreading that shit. So, Anyway, so let a, I, let alone to the kids who aren't vaccinated yet. Yeah. So, right. Since she was wasn't positive for COVID at the time she was admitted, the family members were angry when the hospital put complications from COVID as the cause of her death. They said that the hospital was just trying to boost its COVID numbers so it could build yeah. the government for more money. That's an Alex Jones thing. That's I mean, he got it from some other people, but it's one of those yeah. things where the yeah, conservatives are actually thinking that's how, that that's how that works. They're yeah. killing people. To get like a three thousand dollar check from the government. Yep. I and wouldn't. I wouldn't that... put it past healthcare to do some shit like that. But let's keep in mind that most doctors and health professionals don't want to actually kill people. You know. No. No. Like that's 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 the opposite of their end goal. Like that is, that's uh, imagine imagine going to directive. college for thirteen fucking years in order to just kill people for three thousand bucks a pop. You know. Yeah. No. Fucking no. <laughs> no. Right. So, I mean, what you what you would wind up, what you would see is, you know, in some cases, yeah, sure, there might be a hospital administrator, not a doctor, an administrator. You mean a guy uh, with a business degree, you know, not a right, not right. a medical the people with the business degree who went, okay, these people died. Why'd they die? Uh, well, if they just die from life, then we get nothing. Or if they had died from COVID, then we can get some reimbursement. Well, let's just say they died from COVID. Shit like that happen. It's not huge, but, it, but it's shit, also shit like that does happen. But it's yeah, comorbidity being eighty-two, an older lady having kidney problems, and like all sorts of other shit. Yeah, combined with the fact that you're fighting a fucking infection that wants to kill you. Yeah, right. <laughs> would be the thing that killed you. You know, right? Because if you didn't catch COVID, is, you would have been fine. You would have been right. in bad health, but you would have been fine. <laughs> right. The the point the point really being uh, they're not killing people for money. No, precisely. So at the funeral, they didn't mention the virus, and a lot of them didn't wear masks. Feeling unable to mourn alongside his family, he turned to his faith community, Davis did. He expected fellow LDS uh, people to comfort him and support him. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, I wish you guys could see the camera. I'm giving you the, come on, man, really? You you know your own people in your church. You you shit talk other people in your own religion whenever they're not around. Come on, I know how it is in the fucking ward houses. Instead, they also argued with him about what his, what killed his grandmother. Well, she was old, one congregant said. Was it really COVID? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. So Davis said, this was the peak of my faith crisis, <laughs> which is a crisis that other LDS people have run into after they mm-hmm. became turned off when they saw how fellow believers turned on one another for pandemic responses ranging from mask wearing to physical distancing to vaccinations. 40-year-old Davis was born and raised in the LDS church. He was baptized when he was eight, just like every other person that's an LDS kid that, well, I can't right. say all of them, but most of them. Yeah, because they, loved- they're, they're convinced. They're convinced that eight years old, at eight years old, you are old enough to make decisions. Oh, about- that's like the age of reason. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you're, you, can make, you can make these decisions. You can make these decisions. About your everlasting uh, soul and 10% of your income for the rest of your life. Yes, right, you can make right, right, right. So. And of course, and of course, you're, you're fully educated on, the, on, every, on 
all aspects of mm. theology right. before you make this decision. <laughs> you know how many fucking eight-year-olds that don't even have a choice? Most of them. They're just told, <laughs> most of them, they're just told that this is what they have to, it's just an expectation. It means nothing. To we'll get ice kids. cream afterward. That's what it is. We'll yeah. have a big party for you after you get this thing done. And yeah, I, uh, I live blogged me, uh, going to a baptism for an eight year old. It's fucking creepy, man. <laughs> it is <laughs> because they make you wear this white jumpsuit that you have to get dunked in. And oh yeah, they do. Yeah. And you have to be completely yeah. submerged, not bring anything up above the water because then they might have to dunk you again. So, mm-hmm. and then they do the laying of hands upon the head thing. And it's just, it's man, it's weird. <laughs> like if my, if the family only knew I'd be the black sheep of the family. I mean, I kind of already am, but I mean, I feel like I'm more moral than most of the people in the LDS side of the family. <laughs> it's not hard to, it's not hard. No. Low bar. <laughs> so it's he, a very low bar. He uh, loved the church because the community had offered that fellowship. He said was usually enough to make him stay even when he had his doubts. But when he began to struggle to come to terms with the, its legacy of discrimination. So this is what you call the uh, putting it on the shelf until the shelf uh-huh. cracks and breaks. So, so this was just the final little pamphlet or book that he put on top of the shelf that caused it to crack and break finally. So uh, mm-hmm. when he came to, he was trying to come to ter- terms with the church's legacy of discrimination, as in black members weren't <laughs> permitted to hold the faith's lay priesthood or enter temples for more than a century. He mm-hmm. still wanted to be part of the religion because he felt that while the church couldn't escape its past, members were trying to make amends. And then the uh, he faced another faith crisis over the now discarded policy that the bear, uh, that barred the children of gay couples from receiving certain blessings in the church. That was a PR nightmare for them, so they changed it back as quick mm-hmm. as they possibly could. He tried. He he stayed to be an ally from the inside and hoped other members would follow his example. But in 2020 of March, though, soon after the pandemic began, the way that Davis's church community behaved changed his perception. It was just people reacting to the pandemic and not actually trying to do the right thing for each other. People didn't care if they got COVID, and I, and they didn't seem to understand they could spread it to someone more vulnerable to the disease. People were fighting mask orders, and up until then, keep in mind, he's in St. George. St. George is fucking deep red, like very oh. fucking red Utah, you know. I mean, there's more cows than people there. But I mean, yeah, I think so. It's changed a bit, but it's a rodeo town. Uh, let's see. Uh when he saw how it's many a, members it's a, it's a low key it's a low key polygamy town too yeah i'll never forget that that uh, rage against the machine got booked to the rodeo stadium there and they fucking thought it was going to be the end of the world because the the promoter signed up for that venue cuz it was dirt cheap and they brought it, <laughs> it was it, it uh, you'd have to go and fucking watch like news clips for it be like them kid those those teenagers coming from that rage show better stay away from my yard they're going to come rape my daughters and stuff and like they were saying this on the news and it's just like mm-hmm. no i was at that concert i played hacky sack in the in the, uh, around hacky the pit sack. a little bit <laughs> oh my god that must have been amazing that was a good show it was actually <laughs> a really fucking good show because uh, you could tell people when, that were outside the rodeo grounds had a problem because they did the upside down american flag thing <laughs> 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 and then they burned the flag oh man that pissed some people off so yay uh, let's see. Up until then, let me say, I already said that part. He, when he saw how many members around him were handling the crisis, cracks started to form in the foundation uh, he had left. I, it broke the idea that a head of the community a church can bring, he said. When a faith crisis happens, there's a disconnect between the two, he said. For me, it's that your beliefs want you to stay, but the flaws of the institution push you away. 
So this is a very common story that's happening here. And there, mm-hmm. there's a lot more to this whole article. He's, he comes up to a point where he's like, I don't fit in this culture anymore. There's a mismatch of being taught so specifically about how we're supposed to treat people in our communities and follow the advice of people. And here we are being asked to do some of the smallest thing that church leaders have ever asked us to do. And people's attitude was like, no, we're not doing that. So, yeah, these there's a mm-hmm. there's like at least three other stories in here about people's uh, shelves cracking and people leaving the church because they can't fucking deal with it anymore. And so uh, I'm going to have it in the show notes. You guys might want to check that whole thing out. But it's a it's a really good article. And. uh yeah, it's just one of those things where it's very common that people have faith crises within the Mormon very. church. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not just like the Mormon church. There's lots of other faiths where people finally get the, the enough stuff piled up where they feel like they can't reconcile it anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's also uniquely Mormon because I can't think of a church where it's much more indoctrinated into the kids, especially in this state at that early of an age. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, there's a very big difference between like Oregon, Washington, California Mormon versus oh, Utah Mormon. There's huge. Differences. Oh yeah, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You, you have those over there, which they're kind of the what's the best term I can think of here? They're they're not the Orthodox Mormon, you know, is right. what it would be. They, <laughs> yeah, they would be the not the Hasidim, but they would be like the Reformed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yeah, go check this out in the the show notes, guys. You'll want to read more about this whole thing and. Uh, it's a very very good article so it's I, a good I article everybody check it out nothing in it comes by any surprise for anybody who has any exposure and to primarily to the, just the gives culture. us it just gives an excuse an excuse for us to talk about how the church leadership would say wear a mask and everybody's like fuck you i'm not gonna wear a mask mm-hmm. so literally the smallest thing you could do is put something over your face just a little tiny cloth covering over your face and apparently that's too much for some people my freedom much too much yeah so when we face a real crisis in this country you can expect every one of these assholes to start murdering people you know that that's mm-hmm. the way i view it is that if you're if you're that hard pressed to you know give a shit about your fellow man and this is like okay it, it's it's big stakes but it's not it's only like a two percent potential death rate or like it's i think it might have been smaller than that like what if the thing was like 50% chance of you, you know, you catch it, you die. Yeah, they still wouldn't. They, they, still they would still try to continue living life the way they are now. And they'd be like, well, yeah. Heavenly Father will protect me or support me yeah. through this whole thing. And so, all right, okay, guys, we're going to go to our first little break. And uh, when we come back, I've got a lot of uh, more, a lot more religious news, including uh, how the right is pissed off about Biden's day of prayer. <laughs> Because <laughs> he made a proclamation and he omitted something. And that was really, really pissing off the conservatives in this country. So we'll have some examples of that here in a minute. But like always, I'm going to pass you guys off to break and we will be right back. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. 
That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. You know, I'm not taking the Lord's name in vain. I want these people damned to hell. I'm literally praying God damn them to hell. That's not the Lord's name in vain. I mean that. I don't take God in vain. We ought to have a, a prayer called the God damn it prayer. God damn them to hell, please. You think Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes, when he realizes this is Earth and all his family died 10,000 years before and he's come back through a wormhole and everybody he knows is dead and he's saying, God damn them to hell. You bastards, you blew it all up. God damn you. He's not taking Lord's name and thing. He's saying, God damn them. God damn them. God damn them. God fucking damn them to hell. You seem upset. Let's go ahead and dive into the pile of bullshit, horrible fucking news that we got going on with the rest of the United States uh, outside of Utah and outside of Glenn Danzig. So how about let's talk about Mississippi. A Republican in Mississippi calls for more Christians to be elected because the end times are here is what he says. Again? State, state, uh, Secretary of State Michael Watson is calling for more Christians to be elected to office today more than ever before because the end times are here. He made his remarks at the National Day of Prayer. We got more coming up on that one here in a minute. At the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson on Thursday, as the Mississippi Free Press reports, they love saying that fucking name. God, I lived there for a little while. It's, it's a shithole. <laughs> I believe we need Christian men and women in office today more than ever before. And if you're a believer, if you're a member of the church, you understand the signs of the times right now. In the last few years, no more than ever before in the history of the church, we see the end times. You motherfuckers. Except for all those other times. <laughs> you it said makes the me, same goddamn thing. They're, it they're makes me think of the Parks now? and Rec episode where, <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's it Hail Zorp. It's the end of the world. And then, oh, I can't believe the world didn't end here. The world's going to end on this day. Well, the park's booked that day. Oh, here, it's, it's actually this other day. I miscalculated. Or like the, uh, the Seventh-day Adventists where they're like, okay, we're wrong on this day. Okay, we're wrong on this day. And then the leader of the church quits because he's like, fuck, I was wrong. And then the lady that picked up the church after them said, but it is true. We had a spiritual you know, rebirth in this country or something like that. It's like, ah, ha, 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 we were right. We, fucking idiots i swear to god <laughs> oh god seven days uh, i mean the diet's all right but you know that's the people that spawned fucking kellogg so not the good kellogg that made breakfast cereals and was a pretty decent business the crazy man. one the crazy right. one that liked the to give one. people enemas and right 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 but he was actually a really fucking good doctor that's the crazy thing is like he was into this crazy crazy ass wackadoodle quackery mm -hmm. But he was actually one of the best surgeons the United States ever had at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's... surgeons are fucking insane, guys. I don't know how to tell you. Well, this, they're but... <laughs> they're insane, but it's also very, very it's it's a specialized skill and knowledge. Yep. You can be a you can be a brilliant surgeon, Ben Carson, and a fucking moron. Memedaz. Yeah. I've listened to Doctor Death. I know how. I know yeah. how, how they can be. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have a god complex for the most part. You know. They, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So Watson appeared to try to clean up his remarks, but only to a degree. So enjoyed our our National Day of Prayer service at the Coliseum. He said on Facebook. Fucking Facebook. 
It was a wonderful time of prayer and worship shared by a group reflective of all walks of life here in Mississippi, except the non-Christians. I was honored to pray for our elected leaders, except for the ones that are not of Christian faith, and trust the Lord will provide more men and women full of Christian character to step up and serve. Never mind the other Christians that actually have raped children. Uh, this world definitely needs more salt and light. What? More salt, salt. and light? More salt. I know. I absolutely. Oh, fucker. We I got the salt for you. We, we, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. <laughs> more salt. Fucking season your food. Just put Lots of life, you know, all that. Blah, blah, blah. Unless you're making air pop popcorn, you can't get fucking salt to stick that shit at all. It's because no. there's nothing for it to bind to. God damn it. So. Right, uh, right, right. Just air and- pop it, air pop it into a bowl of melted butter. And, and then you can. But then Kyle's next step fucking, because he hates popcorn. Don't fucking like, air pop it. <laughs> Cook that shit in grease. The grease is the only good part of that for you. <laughs> that's that's that is what that is what you are supposed to do. Can a brother get some paprika or maybe some Lowry's? Mikey says out in the chat. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. If you I used want to put paprika on my popcorn. It, that's fine. I love that shit. I put chili powder on there, some garlic salt. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It doesn't tense. I mean, if you got truffle oil, that's even good too. But I mean, mm-hmm. shit's great. Okay, so salt and light is a reference to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. I'm sorry, I, I don't know that greatest hits one. I, I, I'm i not a big fan of that book to begin with, and I've read it a couple times, and I just, there's a lot there, and I don't fucking want to remember any of it. That's why I, I beat my brain with brown liquors. I mean, <sighs> delicious. <laughs> so, Mississippi Free Press senior reporter Ashton Pittman. God damn it. Uh, notes that as Secretary of State Watson is the ta- the state's top elections official, that could call into question his support for the separation of church and state, but it won't. <laughs> God damn it, it won't. And how he would treat candidates who are not Christian. Well, Nobody's going to call him. Take a guess. Take a guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it so you have to jump through all these additional hoops that we don't normally make other people go through to get your spot on the council. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the event was attended by other state political leaders, including Republican Governor Tate Reeves. None appeared to voice any concerns over the top election officials officially uh, clearly favoring Christians over other potential office hopefuls. So let's uh, put this. Yeah, it looks fine to me. Looks fine to me. So let's talk about what happened with Biden. Biden was at the National Day of Prayer and he made a proclamation, which is pretty i mean it's pretty like non-controversial to to most people out there they would hear it's like throughout yeah. our history americans of many religions and belief systems and whack 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 here have mm-hmm. turned to prayer for strength hope and guidance blah fucking blah here uh give thanks over blessings bestowed national day of prayer we unite with purpose and resolve commit ourselves to the core freedoms and he talks about climate change in here and stuff so anyway what he didn't do is he didn't say anything about god anywhere in this this whole like thing that he was talking about so he didn't mention god one 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 iota and to the people out there like uh franklin graham that's a giant fucking signal to them apparently because they feel like well this is the national day of prayer you legally have to say that it's god that does this for you because state-sponsored religion you know no no, you you don't don't I just look somebody somebody with with a, an attention span and motivation that gives a shit about it. Uh, go ahead and audit what 
like let's just say the past four presidents yeah what they've what they've said um on the the national day of prayers let's let how about the fact that this didn't just start until like go do late, an audit the late 50s you know yeah just let's just just go do an audit see see what the rest of them see what the rest of them said or hey how about that uh you know god bless the united states and god bless blah 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 you know the thing that they say after every speech you know who started that fucking one reagan motherfucking reagan started that one so <laughs> the trend continues because we had to put god first and foremost and franklin graham says the following why would president biden omit god today marks the 70th annual national day of prayer and by law since 1952 no, a that's not by law a presidential proclamation must be issued for the day. I'm sorry, I didn't realize no, that that was a goddamn no, law. That is not a god. <laughs> that is not a goddamn law. I was deeply saddened to read that President Biden is the first president to admit the word "God" in his proclamation. Yeah, no, I. I that speaks volumes, doesn't it? It's I hard to believe that. we have come this far. Omitting God is a dangerous thing. He, I, I view it more of like if you say the person's name like Voldemort, it just kind of like draws crosshairs all over you. you know? <laughs> it's like no, I was like shit, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. God can't see you if you don't say his name. Son that's, of a bitch! They he who must us. not be named. <laughs> <laughs> he created us and made salvation possible for us through his faith in his son. Blah blah blah. Jesus Christ. He. But he is his son. He created us and through his son, who is himself, but also a spirit of this. Fuck your religion. I hate it. That's, I hate that's, it. That, 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 that all depends on the flavor that you believe in. That oh, I, yeah. I blew some minds earlier when I was talking about how mm -hmm. Jesus isn't actually God in the Mormon faith. Right. What? I'm like, no, that's a, that's his one of his kids. <laughs> yeah. Their their idea of the, the Trinity. This is it's why not to they're not separate to, beings you know not to not to throw blueberries all over the all over the place oh, by here, all means. but no that's this is this is actually why there is debate about whether or not mormons are actually christian because they don't what because they don't go with the fucking uh council of trent <laughs> they yeah they they don't they don't subscribe they don't subscribe oh, sorry council to, of Messia, my bad yeah they don't subscribe to to that version of the trinity they they believe they believe that they are separate entities. They, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, separate entities. So the comments are fucking on this one on <laughs> Facebook because Facebook is always great for comments. This evil person shouldn't be in office leading our country. He is a sick puppet doing doing what he is told to do. <laughs> okay, whatever, man. The fake president is a communist. He hates God and he loves abortions. That should say it all. I have never heard Biden say once, mm, baby, give me some of them abortions. <laughs> like, he not publicly. Yeah, not publicly, but, you know, in, in, yeah. pri in private, it's, it's just, it's nothing but baby murder. I reckon exactly. I'm going to get me one of them abortions. <laughs> Mm. He does. He does. On on the weekends, on the weekends, he he rides the train back to Delaware, where where he where he not only has multiple abortions himself, he he performs them. He does. I don't yeah. see no peckers in there, do you? <laughs> but it's okay. It's legal in Delaware. <sighs> Let's see what goes around comes around. Look what happened to Belshazzar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Belshazzar. <laughs> There's so many weird comments that are out here. 
godless, atheistic, progressive, secularist, liberal is what it says. Like, like wait, you're going to name something? I mean, liberal is the worst thing you could say there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's a good Catholic, right? Someone says, uh, oh, man, the, the devil's in him. Somebody says in the single word communist. <laughs> Yeah, this so, reminds me of like the crank mail that FFRF receives. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> believe half of the shit that people are saying out there. <laughs> and somebody's like, come on, please. President Biden made room in his national prayer statement for all Americans. That includes Americans who belong to different religions and address their prayers to gods with different names. And someone's mm-hmm. like, they, they posted a little screenshot that says Jesus would slap the shit out of you underneath it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, bad, bad Christian and terrible, terrible Catholic. I'm ashamed of him. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> there is no such thing as a good Catholic. <sighs> like, abs- it just it's not possible. It is not possible. Nobody can be a good Catholic. Friar it's impossible to, in- to adhere to it. Friar Tuck wasn't a good Catholic. Friar Tuck was a bad Catholic. He stole shit. But he was an awesome Catholic. <laughs> That's the difference. But he, but he like I said, he's... There is no such thing as a good Catholic. A good Catholic would be somebody who follows all of the dogmatic teachings of the religion, and you will not find a single Catholic that does, because it's impossible. How about Jenna Ellis, the former lawyer for Team Trump, said, Joe Biden's godless prayer proclamation, colon, no mention of God or even a Bible quote. Instead, we get a quote from John Lewis. (gasps) Gasp, how dare we talk about John Lewis and a proclamation invoking climate change. It looks like a DNC memo. I'm sorry that this guy's not playing by the same. We had four years of your guy going off the fucking rails, not playing by any standards. Off the rails, you know. But yeah, what did what did he say? What did your guy say during the, the National Day of Prayer? It was the biggest second Galatians uh forty five ninety three. Uh therefore I will take charge of all your foreskins I, I don't know I, I don't two know. galatians two right galatians. oh yeah it was, yeah it was, <laughs> just and then people had apologetics for that shit too like no 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 that's the way it's said in england because his mo- his dad was german or whatever the fuck it was so two corinthians <laughs> sorry mike yeah there. yeah two let's bring that up no 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 it's fine it's fine his dad was german really <laughs> when, when 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 did he leave germany <laughs> did uh, he go by way of argentina <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a lot of very interesting family history there, especially about how shitty of a human being his dad was, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who got rich fucking over everybody and being a parasite mm-hmm. on the system as a landlord is, you know. Uh, that's great. Okay, so that's all I got for the uh for the the National Day of Prayer. Let's move on to uh let's let's do a follow-up about Josh Duggar <laughs> from last mm. week. I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry because uh, this one comes from Wonkette, and so it's going to be a fun read. So, Josh Duggar is on his way out of jail, where he'll be free to see his wife and children after being arrested last week for child porn. That's, that's right. That's that's what you, that's the firstborn of Duggar clan was granted bail, as a judge has decided it's fine for him to be around his own children, but not anybody else's children, as if familial mm-hmm. ties have ever stopped him before, because he exactly. did that right. in the past. So. But don't worry, his wife is required to be at him, well, be with him at all times when he's with the children. So that's scare quotes comforting. <laughs> sure. 
He has to wear an ankle monitor and he will be confined to the home of a family of friends who have agreed to be his custodian during his release. So he's not even going to be at home with his family. He's going to be at someone else's family. Hopefully without any access to like electronics. That's where we're getting to. He's he's also not allowed to be anywhere near the Internet for obvious reasons. Yeah. And he can't ask his babysitters for their Internet passwords. And it's literally on the list that he's not allowed to watch porn in case he was wondering. And so the judge here, Judge Christie says, I have full confidence in the United States Marshal Service to find you if you decide not to comply with these conditions of release. So don't make me regret this decision. How about you just don't let him out? That'd be my first choice there. You know? Yeah, you're going to regret this decision. You know that, right? <laughs> Like you are probably, well aware. Probably, probably, probably. But, you know, let's say but I hate to be consistent. I, I do, but, too, because, you we, know, we don't think that the fucking prison system works. Right. And, you know, right. You shouldn't be remanded to the prison system unless you're actually found guilty of something. The, the entire the entire con- the entire concept of bail is absolute bullshit. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have to be but, you shouldn't have to be held out of regular life. Until you're convicted of something, in my opinion. Right, but right, right, right. But there are circumstances. This would be one of those fucking which, mitigating circumstances, in, you know? In which, in which it is probably appropriate to remove somebody until the trial. So, right. okay, fine. Maybe let's say, okay, not lock them up where, you know, the, the county or the city or the state has to pay for their upkeep fine they can go but it shouldn't be like the home of a friend right like like it needs to be like put them in foster care kind of thing they go to a third party that you know knows the case has no ties to them personally and and is probably going to treat them just a little shitty just let them make them live with an amish person for a while or i'm sorry amish person for a little while to you know, they don't have well, actually, I take that back. The Amish do have Internet. They just, you know, no, they're fine. Uh, <laughs> no, don't do that. Look, most. Mo- most most Amish are, are fine, pretty normal people. Actually. Like, I mean, unless you go, you know, super orthodox, but super orthodox, anything are weird. I mean, yeah, Mennonites are perfectly fine, normal people that I've talked to. We used to have a friend of the show that was a Mennonite. When yeah, they're they're. They are relatively normal. Yeah. Like, really surprisingly normal people. Except he got way too into Lollicon at one time. I was like, dude, you need to back off. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay, so since we're on that topic already, that's the reason I made yeah. that joke. God damn it. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's how the sausage gets made, everybody. I just want to let you know that. That's what, Never mind. If I have to explain it to you, it's not funny. Okay. Uh, there's a whole paragraph about what was found that put him in prison. I don't really want to know. I don't want to talk about it, but it was over uh-uh. 200 images ranging from 18 months to 12 years. So that's pretty <laughs> Jesus bad. Christ. So according to the uh, the what was the I think it's the detective, it says here, Homeland Security Investi- Investigation Special Agent Gerald Faulkner testified that it's some of the worst that I've ever had to examine, he said. He, according to Faulkner, when Homeland Security officials raided Duggar's car dealership because, yes, Josh Duggar was a fucking used car dealer, you know, of course he was and asked to speak with him without informing him what they were investigating, you know, child pornography. Duggar spontaneously responded. What's all this about? 
Has someone been downloading child pornography? You know, he knew exactly what they were there for when they showed up. So, which is a very, according to Wonkat here, that's a very normal response to the feds. What's this about? Some kind of kiddie porn? And so Faulkner agree, uh, alleged, sorry, that when Duggar was asked point blank about seeing or having child sex abuse material in his possession, he said, I'd rather not answer that question. Huh. Okay. To be fair, again, in again, consistency, in, don't talk to the cops. You know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if they co- if a cop asks you a question, the answer is, I'm not going to talk about that with you. <laughs> I won't, I won't I'm not going to talk without my lawyer right. present. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, but, you know, again, I hate being intellectually uh, honest. You fuck, know, again, it. you know, <laughs> fuck, this, fuck this guy. And of course, but. So don't talk had, to the cops. Yeah. So he because of uh, the the fact that he's an evangelical Christian and his wife knows that he was addicted to porn at one time. He had a, a set of software on his computer called Covenant Eyes, yeah. which was installed on his. Computer. I'm sure that worked real well. So which was supposed to shame him out of looking at porns because it would send his wife, Anna, a message if he looked at any porn. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like Jesus in clippy form. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It seems like it, uh, uh, I noticed you're looking at DP say. shots. <laughs> hey there, you're looking at porn. <laughs> Mikey and uh, Mikey and Chad's like, he's like, I plead the fifth. <laughs> and he also said snitch.exe <laughs> would be the program. <laughs> yep. Okay, so uh, it would send a message to his wife. Y'all know about how we've been hearing Josh's so called porn addiction ever since 2015. So it's an evangelical thing, porn addiction, it says here. And it's always the porn, it, at least when you're a repressed fundamentalist shitbag from a repressed fundamentalist shitbag home. Weird how porn addiction doesn't really seem to exist for normal people with a healthy appreciation for sex. Was he watching Grown Ups? Just asking. So uh, in that blog post, uh, Wonka Wonkhead also said, divorce him, Anna Duggar. There's still hope for your family. So anyway, nah, well, Josh got around mm-hmm. Covenant Eyes <laughs> by installing a Linux partition on the computer mm-hmm. so he went mm-hmm. out of his fucking way to learn how to use linux that, yeah that covenant, is a... covenant eyes doesn't work on linux <laughs> nope so that, that's, that's good point. that is a, linux. that is a, that is a really long way around <laughs> that, mm-hmm. you know you could just buy another computer <laughs> or a burner oh, phone oh, that you can look at all the porn right. you want with but uh, right or figure out how to just turn it off I mean, you could run it in safe mode and disable programs that boot up with it. You know, you, if it's part of the BIOS, you can go in and change it. It's not fucking it's, hard to get around this stuff, guys. As long as no. you have, it's like everybody in any kind of security class I ever taught you is like, if you have access to the computer itself, yeah, you can get around everything. <laughs> but do you genuinely think he could have loaded? Mean, he, he could have to, booted onto a fucking jump drive. He could have booted from a fucking yeah. jump drive. You know. Yeah, I was going to say, do you genuinely I, think he would have known how to, like, he, do all of that stuff? But if he knew how to partition his hard drive and run Linux, then right. he probably would have. <laughs> I don't know. So he probably up, he man. probably had somebody else do it for him. That's true. A hacksaw. He got a hacks. He got yeah. a hacker to set up Linux on it. It's, it's actually not hard to set up Linux. You just no. have to know what you're doing with a computer. So if you know what you're doing with the computer, you could get around that shit as well. So uh, anyway, it says here that... Um, that would wouldn't sex his wife when he was looking at stuff on that side of the computer. So that's your Josh Duggar kitty porn update. <laughs> Feel free to resume your breakfast eating whenever you say your body's willing to accept food again. 
the article says here because the the title of the article is sorry about your breakfast it's time for a josh duggar update <laughs> and i'm laughing because it's fucking terrible guys i have to giggle yeah. from it because uh well since we're talking about terrible people how about uh ernest angley a 99 year old abusive bigoted gay televangelist is dead let's just celebrate another death in the evangelical crowd because guarantee you somebody's going to come across this and be like how dare you laugh at that he was a good man fuck you i don't care <laughs> This guy was terrible. Does he Because I feel like... No. Yeah, what's your definition of good man? Yeah. So if that name sounds familiar, it's likely because Angley was a cult-like figure who ran Grace Cathedral Church in Akron, Ohio. Just a few years ago, members of the church sued him for never paying them despite working at his nonprofit cathedral buffet restaurant. He had a fucking buffet. Look, yeah, he... Already he, a supervillain, man. Owned a buffet. That... that that puts you on really, really sketchy thin ice as far as the good person. You know, there you've you've got to do a lot of good things to balance that scale out. Yep. Yeah. And, and then you don't pay people? Fuck you. Yep. In twenty seven not a good person. A county government sued Angley on behalf of a seventy six year old woman with dementia who said that she was coerced into writing a, his church a check for three hundred and forty thousand dollars. Okay, so let's let the scale Again, is good completely guy. tipped. Guy, um, <laughs> this is that's fucking evil. That's in the same week, that same fucking week in 2017, he oh, was no. sued over a defaulted 3.6 million dollar loan for his broadcasting network. But the shit really hit the fan in 2018 when a former staffer, Brock Miller, sued Angley for sexual abuse that occurred over the course of several years. When Miller resigned from the church, Angsley staff told the congregation he was a liar, a drug addict, an alcoholic, and an adulterer. Miller's allegations were absolutely mind-blowing, and he says here in quotes, The first allegation of sexual misconduct alleges in his lawsuit happened just prior to his, his wedding. Still a virgin at age 19, he had questions about sex that he wanted answered, and he naturally went to Angley. And instead of giving me an answer like a pastor should, he said, Well, I'm going to have to see your penis. Angley said, I mean, Sounds legitimate. That sounds like what a pastor would do. Right. God damn it. You guys are no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the part that's like out of the ordinary and like weird. <laughs> and so I perfectly I, normal. Come on. I trusted this man. I really did. I trusted him. I don't think he had any bad intentions until he advised me to masturbate and he complied with that. Well, it does again perfectly normal things. So it's I uh, know you're struggling. Come on, let's wrong, not man. let's not let's not let's not crucify the guy for this. Come on. I would crucify he a corpse. A good, He's not gonna use it fine. anymore. But look, the, look. The, the guy was uh uh rotund enough that if you were to you would have to use multiple nails just to make sure you get different pressure points built up because Otherwise, he would it, just fall off. Yeah. Otherwise, his his corp uh, corpulescence would make it so that he would probably break the wood. I mean, corpse corpulescence. Look, there's a po- there's a point where you just got to start using U bolts, shackles, <laughs> nail gun. I mean, look the the nail the nail is the nail makes the point, but the U bolt holds him there. So years later, when Brock's wife became ill, Angley, he said, be- blamed the couple's sex life. That's all about your sex life. That's what's wrong with your relations. Your wife's sick because you don't know how to fuck. What the shit, man? <laughs> I didn't know fuck how to fuck because of you. He ordered more special massages just for Brock. 
Brock's moment of clarity, you know, not before any of this other stuff that <laughs> happened, came in Angsley's bedroom during another anointing. Laying in Angsley's circular bed, Miller naked as usual, he said, I'd really like to touch you to touch you how to give a good passionate teach you how to give a good passionate kiss and i said instantly i said no no not the fact that you're naked in his bed but you know now that he wants to kiss you on the mouth now you have a problem with it yeah and it was just like this veil was completely lifted from my eyes and i saw him for that moment for the monster that he is never mind the fact when he was pulling your pud (laughs) that was the breaking point finger in your asshole kind of thing but no kissing no that's gay no i'm not doing that What, what was the what was the old internet rule? It's only gay if your balls touch. Is that what they used to say? No, if you make eye contact. Oh, eye contact. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that case was eventually settled in 2020 for an undisclosed amount. So yeah, yeah, totally didn't do that stuff. No. Uh, in 2019, an old audio recording emerged in which Angsley admitted to having gay sex with one of his staffers, despite his long history of preaching against it. So there you go. That's your snapshot of this man's life. And now, at long last, this faith healer and lifelong liar is dead. <laughs> Ding dong, motherfucker. He lived to be 99 years old. Evil fucking lives forever. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And in their, uh, their little uh, Facebook thing that they put out in this little flyer, it says, Pastor, evangelist, and author Reverend Ernest Angsley has gone to heaven to be with his lord and master at 99. And... I fucking shit you not. These are the next words. He touched multitudes of souls. <laughs> World bold of you to assume he went to heaven too. Phrasing, fuck. Phrasing, man. Ugh. So it's weird how they completely skipped all the abuse claims that said out there. And if God is pleased with things, it only reveals the moral bankruptcy of the religion. So uh, Bob Dyer, a now retired reporter at the Akron Beacon Journal, who did more than just about anyone to expose this asshole. Uh, said that Angsley's odd speaking voice, mannerisms, and toupee made him an easy target for comedians. No shit. Robin Williams mimicked Angsley with a character named Reverend Ernest Angry. (laughs) (laughs) Williams also spoofed the preacher while on Saturday Night Live uh, and on a comedy album in the TV sitcom Mork and Mindy. And while the comics and critics were piling on, Angsley was spawning a megachurch that brought in so much money that by 2005, he was able to buy a $26 million Boeing 747. Which he used for mission trips. So, is that what they're calling those these days? Uh, former members of the church claim that the, it is a dangerous cult where pregnant women are encouraged to have abortions, childless men are encouraged to have vasectomies, and Angsley, who preached vehemently against the sin of homosexuality, was himself a gay man who personally examined the genitals of male parishioners, and before and after their surgeries. They also said he turned a blind eye to sexual abuse by other members of the church. So, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit and he's dead. Thank goodness that he's not around anymore because. Could you uh, could you imagine like somebody like I, I, I could imagine. Hang on, I'm just going to take this on. A different level. <laughs> I'm just going to take this on a fucking different level. Where the yeah. fuck are all the QAnon people when you're talking about horrible shit bags that are like touching kids or doing things wrong? Prime example in religion with this fucking asshole. And they're like. I don't see it. It's it's like Westworld. It looks like nothing to me. I don't see anything mm-hmm. at all. You know, mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. damn it. Mm-hmm. The the proje- the projection is very very strong with that group. That's mm-hmm. that's 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 all there is to it. So there's another one uh, about a Ohio lawmaker. I don't know if you guys caught this one. 
uh, there's a meme going around about a, a distracted driving and the guy's actually on a fucking Zoom call while driving his car, but he had an office, yeah. a picture of his office as a green screen. No, yeah. it wasn't a meeting about like uh, distracted driving, but the fact is this asshole had the seatbelt on in the pic- in in the Zoom meeting that he's sitting there like, and he had the green screen background that he's at, at his office. What an asshole. So his name is uh, State Senator Andrew Brenner, and uh, I don't really have anything else to say about him except for the fact that he was a Liberty University graduate, so that says enough to me. Uh, we have something about Rick Wiles if we want to talk about this one, because we've uh, we've got about 15 minutes and uh, we can probably wrap it up in five. So let's see. Right wing pundit and professional anti-Semite Rick Wiles uh-huh. has spent the last year uh, denying the seriousness of covid. I, I did a video on him this week on Outcast X. You guys should ch- go check out because he was talking about how he's not going to get the vaccination and he's going to outlast everybody. And literally my only argument I can make against him is like, no flip that around the opposite that and that's the truth you know it's like all those people getting a vaccination are gonna die and i'm like no you are well, everyone's <laughs> going to die yeah. so that's, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> we're all gonna die if he wants to have an existential crisis then you can think about that but, but it, you know. it just it floors me that he they think that people that get a vaccination that is authorized for emergency use and just that once they get rid of that little pre uh descriptor that you have to give out there for that that's going to be great because i'll be like okay now you should get your fucking vaccination because it's not just fda emergency use anymore you're gonna have to get it now that's when they can make it so you actually have to have it for your job (laughs) (laughs) yeah as soon as as soon as the licenses as soon as they have license and full approval and everything by the way uh, it's already been evaluated by fda yeah and the, the, they've already gone through the trials to determine how safe it is. And yeah. the thing that bugs me the most is that, like, um, Kyle at our jobs, and I'm not going to say anything about what they are, but mm-hmm. they want to make sure that they know who has or hasn't or how many people within the office have had their vaccinations. And I, being me, I, I'm telling the entire fucking world that I'm vaccinated, you know, I. And I would get a goddamn T-shirt with my vaccination card on it and be like, I got mine. Why don't why don't you have yours? Mm-hmm. But I'm still running into people, even in management level people, where they're just like, I don't think anybody needs to know that information. And I'm like, um, I think you're kind of telling me mm-hmm. more than you want to tell me here. It's like, like, what's your objection about this whole thing? And I, I agree that you shouldn't have to give medical information to your job. I mean, it depends on what kind of job you do. But at the same time, it's just one of those things where it's like, why? What reservations do people still have about? There's yeah, there's there's a line between your your personal medical information and and saying to your job, yeah, I can come to the information without a problem. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to transmit this disease to anyone else. Right. I work at a school. I'm vaccinated. So yeah, it's like ba- so basically kind of on the same page. Like you have to vaccinations be like, oh. are kind of a big deal for schools. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like just get your fucking vaccine. And there's a there is a coworker in another department who's not you know the head of the department, but yeah. she's up there. That's like oh, I don't think I'm gonna get it. And I'm like, bitch, why not? What? <laughs> you just want to yell <laughs> at them? Are you fucking kidding me? Like. Like, uh, are you tired of this shit? It's been a year. Aren't you fucking tired of all? Yeah. 
Go get a fucking jab in your shoulder. Go make it so you only get the one shot one if you have to do it that way. Just get it and be fucking done. And they're, mm. they're like, I don't want to have to get boosters later. Fucker, you got you're the same asshole that doesn't get flu shots, aren't you? Yeah, you're that asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're that asshole. Yes. Look, it's fine. It's safe. I got the Moderna. It's fine. There have been no no side effects. Um, I mean, except I'm being stalked by this monster called Jolene, but that's probably unrelated. <laughs> oh, I love that you made a Dolly Parton joke in the middle. Yeah, I was going to say so insert much, so. insert Dolly Parton clip here. <laughs> Man, that's a good song, though. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to make it. I thought you were turning it into a, like a what uh, what follows kind of joke, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, well, that's, a cake that's it. That's it. Jolene, too. It's well, a cake what? song. There's a cake song called oh, Jolene, yeah, too. It's right. a different song. Is that on Fashion Nugget? I got to look this up now. Let's see. Only because I'm trying to kill time so we can finish the show. Um, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I got to it see was them on live at a Motorcade of Ger- Generosity was the album uh, that it was on. So that was uh, 94. So that was before uh, Fashion Nugget. So. Yeah. I got, to, I got to see them at a at a Bejo O'Rourke rally when he was running for Senate. That was pretty awesome. Oh, I love John McRae. He's got a good voice. Kind of reminds me of Red Green every time I saw him, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a cake fan. Uh, I like cake. Not just the... No, uh, anyway. Not the famous <laughs> song. I like all the other ones. Gatekeeping fake... Gate, uh, no, sorry. Cake fan. Sorry. Fake, fake cake fake fan. can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just go listen to uh, Fred Jones Part 2 on uh, Ben Folt's Live. That's a... John McRae shows up for one of those songs and it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> nice. I love Ben Foltz as well. So uh if she doesn't find you handsome, she at least she, she should at least find you handy. Yes. Yes indeed, Mikey. That, that's exactly what I was going with there. Hey, Uncle Red. Uh-huh. Fucking Arnie. I don't like the version of that 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 says that they should find you handsy. Did I say handsy? No. Find no, but there's a version. Yeah, there's 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 a version version of that, and it's 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 creepy. I mean, if it's consensual, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, within the confines yeah. of marriage, I mean, my my wife is like, stop it, but I'll stop. But at the same time, like, I get a honk or two every once in a while. I mean, <laughs> I can't fucking help honk myself. Honk or two every once in a while. <laughs> That's my marriage. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> Meanwhile, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go in there and flash Nathaniel and sell like, hey. Hey, X said I should do this. <laughs> no. He's going to text you and be like, thank you. Oh, you fucking made it weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun when you get to that point when you get to that point in a relationship where it's like, that's that's nice. Yeah, I've that's seen nice, that before. You. But what? What do you want now? And Mike, Mikey made a fucking clip of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So we were talking about Rick Wiles. Sorry, we were talking about <laughs> flashing Rick Wiles. It's all the same thing. Right. I love yeah. the, I love the show. Okay. So <laughs> he has called for the torture of Dr. Anthony Fauci, supposedly pay the legal fines of Orthodox Jews who held large in-person gatherings in defiance of local COVID restrictions and called on Christians to rise up over bill gates somebody asked me earlier today what what vaccine i got <laughs> they're like do you get moderna do you get pfizer johnson and johnson i'm like no microsoft and they were just like what and i'm like i'm fucking kidding with you man <laughs> don't take me seriously. yeah it's jokes, it's amazing it's amazing when i got my shot i i asked if i was gonna get 
I sat down. I said, "Okay, are you giving me the uh, the 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 autism shot or the the Microsoft microchip shot?" <laughs> did they not kind of look at you, funny. or did they? <laughs> she she paused, paused for a second, and said, "This is the this is the microchip." Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <She's> like, oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Put it in me. Mine, mine gave me the option for which arm, and I'm like, uh. Okay, I sleep on this one, so this one, and I'm, I'm like gesticulating with my fucking shoulders and arms, and she just laughs. Was it that you got the the, the was it you I, got the Pfizer? I got right? the Pfizer, and that fucker hurt. Like not oh, not a day off. You, this is killing me because you should have you should have had them put it in your thigh. Put it in my ass. No, put it in your thigh, <laughs> and then for the next like day or week, you can just walk around going, "Oh, my Pfizer's killing me." Fucking boo. <laughs> boo. I appreciated that a great deal. That was deal. a long way around to get to that. That was amazing. Somebody in chat, womp, womp. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. So anyways, just, I can't do anything like that with the with the with the, with the Moderna. It doesn't no. it doesn't work. Moderna's killing me. I don't know. Yeah, it does yeah, it doesn't work. work yeah. So. Okay, for the time being, he's back to being an anti-Semite, claiming that Americans are being oppressed by, quote, Jewish tyrants, he says here. And he was complaining. Well, it's true. (laughs) He was complaining about trans business owner. uh, It's a trans business. Oh, never mind. I don't know how that fucking matters in the story at all. But uh, Jennifer Pritzker, who threatened to move her company out of Tennessee in response to anti-trans legislation currently under consideration there. And he says the dead name. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even going to fucking say that at all. So while putting a photo of Pritzker on the screen and repeatedly misgendering her. And then he does wrong pronouns here. His family are the owners of the Hyatt hotel chain. So they're billionaires and they're using their wealth to fund the homosexual transgender mental illness campaign in America. He just fucking hates everybody, doesn't he? Like he just gets up in the morning and eats a big bowl of hate, doesn't he? And he he turns to people in the the crowd. He's like, "Are the Pretzkers Presbyterians or Methodists?" And he goes, "They're Jewish." I'm shocked. Another rich Jew using his money to turn America into a perverted cesspool. He says here. Fuck, man! Like this guy just still is allowed to say this shit. You know? God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not just hate he has. It's not just hate he he eats for breakfast. It's like frosted hate. It's yeah. like extra with 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 frosted, frosted hate with hate with extra eats. like bigot berries. That's yeah. <laughs> Oops, all bigot berries. You know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's. Remember when America wasn't ran by the Jews? Is what it, it's fucking. God, he like eats it with buttermilk. Eats it with buttermilk too. That's. Ugh. Uh, oh, buttermilk is just hate like <laughs> liquid butter, form. Buttermilk fucking prepared like the wrong way with the fucking like, yeah. vinegar in the milk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, gross, man. <sighs> he says, uh, when, are, when are the American people going to rise up against this Jewish oppression? Fuck me, man. Seriously? <laughs> this is oppression. The American people are oppressed by Jewish tyrants. Mask off. I mean, it's been off for a while, but like, fuck. Right. <laughs> So, Wiles took a reasonable response to bigotry, used it to promote more bigotry, 
and then finished it off with an all-out-of-left-field knock on Jews for absolutely no reason, as if being Jewish has anything to do at all with the anti-LGBTQ legislation in question. It's also odd to think that Jews, who represent fewer than 2% of our country, would oppress Christians who represent 71% in this country. But there's no reason to even consider logic when we're talking about anti-Semitism. Wilds doesn't care if his argument makes sense. When you're a bigot, hate always outweighs yeah. any other considerations, Hemet Meta says. So, yeah. Uh, someone out there in chat says, uh, I remember when Mike Pence tried to get mad at just gay people and lost Indiana billions with major companies starting to leave before he'd neuter the bill. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happening right now with a lot of corporations. And, uh, God damn it, Mikey made another clip about the oops all bigot bear. <laughs> yeah i mean we're, we're thankfully you're finally getting businesses going yeah this is going to hurt us more to like let this happen than to actually speak out against it mm-hmm. and now the republicans are like how dare you you used to be on our side now you're not be like yeah if the fucking mega rich corporations are against you and they just want to fucking profit off of destroying the planet and you know yoking the people for as much money as you can Right. Where have you gone wrong? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like they're, they're, they're sitting there going, yeah, so look, we're evil, but we're like corporate evil. Yeah. We're not that that's, evil. That, that's too, that's just, that's fucking e- like, look, that, that's look, evil. We're evil, level, but we're evil, know? but we're not dicks. Okay. Come on. <laughs> we have principles. I mean, come no on. Kidding. I mean, you're, you're, you're fucking with the money, man. You can't fuck with the money. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's a oh no hang on we got one more one more quick oh one. god more quickie, damn it quickie, quickie, quickie. <laughs> and uh, because i ha- i wanted to cross post this because i'm going to put a video about this guy out on outcast x later on next week uh johnny inlow who's a, a guy that um i've talked about before he's one of those guys that claims that uh uh trump is still president kind of guy he, he's the guy that he's a scrunch-faced weasel fuck of a, a pastor that likes to talk mm-hmm. about trump being god essentially a self-proclaimed christian prophet is circulating an unfounded conspiracy theory that he believes is proof of donald trump still being president of the united states so hold, hold on hold on hold on yeah when did they start when did they start being called unfounded conspiracy theories because i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure that's implied by by conspiracy, conspiracy. yeah <laughs> So when did we when did we start having to do that? It's that goddamn PC culture and wokeism <laughs> that Glenn Danzig has a problem with. <laughs> Fuck you, Danzig. Uh, he oh, wants Danzig's us to change fault. the way that we speak. Who does that sound like? That doesn't sound like a punk rocker, you know? Fucking poser. That's what he is. Oh, he is, he's such a fucking poser, man. Fucking poser. Every, oh my god, since I the beginning. Heard that word since since the fucking beginning. 65 drawing fucking social security. Yeah, Misfits you know. were shit. Yeah, they, they, you know, I am going to go on that soapbox. The Misfits were a fucking terrible band. I, yeah. I don't fucking care. I don't care how many people like punk out there. Fuck the Misfits. Operation Ivy was a much better band. <laughs> Charlotte is a better the band. So, <laughs> Who'd you say? Good Charlotte? Yes. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not okay, wrong, you're but not it makes wrong. me angry. You're not wrong, but it makes me very angry that Wait, you said that. <laughs> what, what? Fuck, what was it that, Fal- that Falcon said? He's like, He's not wrong, but he's out of his lane. <laughs> <laughs> he's out of line. He's not wrong, but he's out of, out of line. Not wrong. <laughs> it's, 
Okay, so this God a- damn it. This asshole claims that in his vision, uh, he could see Trump seated on a throne holding a golden scepter with a golden crown on his head. He says that the vision was Trump's present status from heaven's perspective. Why did the fucking- oh that was just a, that was just a painting he commissioned? Why do these guys? <laughs> why do they want a fucking monarch so hard, man? Why? Because I mean, they believe God's a monarch. Yes, they, I, I got that, but it's they they it's it's the problem is it is a lifelong conditioning to authoritarianism. That's true. Heaven does not recognize Joe Biden having any scepter nor wearing any crown. From heaven's perspective, there is only the legitimacy of Trump. God has assigned a massive contingency of angels to that scepter and to that crown. Fuck your stupid religion. So it's just that is, I'm Mikey. There's no, there's it. There's no possible way to no. to encompass the 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 idiocy of that. That line of thinking, right? It's, and so, yeah, we're we're not. I'm not going to keep going on this whole thing. No, but, but you guys might be wondering uh, on the podcast if you're listening to us on audio, what the fuck do I mean by Mikey making clips? Mikey's watching us on Twitch right now and making clips, and he made another one called "Shots Fired," and I'm assuming that has to do with Glenn Danzig. So, <laughs> or Good Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, I like lifestyles of the rich and famous as much as the next guy, but. <laughs> That's pop punk, you know. Uh, we're all we have to be okay with that because we all like Green Day at one point, you know. What do you mean at one point? They're still they're fine. It's fine. They're fine. They're fine. I, I, ever since time of your life, I'm like, nope, nope. I'm fucking done with this band. Nope, I'm done with them. <laughs> I mean, still a better song than Geek Stink Breath, but I mean. I feel like I should find, I have a photo somewhere of like <laughs> me with black hair and a good Charlotte shirt. Cause I thought I was like super emo and <laughs> shit whenever I was in like 15. Where'd you um, get that shirt? Hot topic. Yes. <laughs> so I got this shirt too. Uh, it's like, I used to buy all my studded jewelry pieces from there. So yeah. I had a studded belt that I wore every single day when I was 15. Thank you. I studded my shoes. I will. I would. I would. I I would defend. I will defend hot topic in the, the late nineties, early two thousands. It was the only fucking place you could get that shit. Unless you went to a, an S and M shop. Very, (laughs) very specialized, very specialized store, which were hard to find around some places. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the backside of Bob's magazine. No, it's at Hyatt's. No, I'm sorry. Hang on. You no, you couldn't get that shit at Bob's. Are you kidding? <laughs> we used to have porn shops that were called magazine shops here in Utah. Just so you know, no, no not even really. It, they sold, they they sold it magazines was, with the covers ripped off. That's the level of porn that it was. It was. You could also not, buy videos too, but they were so terrible. <laughs> Utah porn was worse than softcore. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy core. <laughs> right, right. Right. Pretty much. Right. So. <laughs> right. Although, although they did, they did have stuff that they would sell, you know, under the, under the table, under, under the counter. No, they didn't. Uh, you didn't want it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. 
down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? Okay, guys, we need to put this show to a fucking bed because we're getting into weird areas here. Uh, we're going to stop with Twitch here in a second. I'm just letting everybody know, but we're going to continue because we have a patron segment we record just for the people who subscribe on Patreon. So we're going to get that started here in a second. Uh, but let me just go ahead and thank everybody for joining us tonight. Many thanks to Kyle and to Susan for joining us tonight. Now's mm -hmm. the point where I have to give you guys a second to plug anything you might want to plug. Anything going on, Kyle? You got any? I know the answer. Shut no, up. No, Moving yeah, on, to Susan. Yeah, no. The answer. The answer is the answer is no. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. But you can't. But could you could you could you play us out with MC Lars? Hot topic is not punk rock. <laughs> I don't have the things hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! So no, not now. But I mean, I could probably put it on the show. I mean, that's. It's it's figured it. out. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not no, gonna we're no. not gonna use we are not gonna use another artist's music without that express written permission. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And yeah. I don't although call although, me crazy. Although, I don't think although that's... although he, he would approve. He would approve. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Does his record company approve though? That's <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he is his own. Never never mind. It's fine. It's fine. Very independent. <laughs> okay. Um Okay, Susan, what yeah. about you? You got anything you need to plug? Um, we usually Nathaniel streams on Wednesdays. It sort of depends. Subscribe to Divine Disbelief. Hit the little bell for notifications. Then you'll get to see him when he goes live. I'll eventually maybe join him again. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. need to go on Twitch. Start getting into Twitch presence. We need more atheism on Twitch. You know? Why? Leftist Twitch is Why? kind of amazing. It's good. So like, I like I like watching the surfs every once in a while, and uh, yeah, I watch a lot of left flank vets and dirtbag. So those are my two personal favorites. And uh, on Q Anonymous has a pretty good Twitch too. So those guys <laughs> they've come cool. up in my suggestions before. Those guys are good because they yeah. they followed they follow all the shit that I'm currently into with conspiracy theory shit. Hmm. That's just me though. I'm I'm weird. <laughs> so I need to remind folks that if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe. On whatever service you happen to be catching us on, uh, better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast because we're going to go record a special segment for them right now. Uh, we really do appreciate all of the support that you, and love that you guys give us by continuing to support the show. I only wish I could express how much we do appreciate it. So from the bottom of my blackened heart, thank you so much for keeping the show going uh, because we got cable bills now. <laughs> Like, it was one thing to pay rent because it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But it's like an actual physical thing you got. But now it's like cable Internet. It's like a non-tangible thing. But I guess we'll see next week. We'll find out about this. So before we wrap this up, I need to remind the folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you can do so in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube, Twitch and subscribing there or simply leave us a review on whatever service you happen to catch us on. You can always shoot us an email or a text because we're always happy to hear from you all. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 341 to a merciful close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. You're in that, everybody. And you got to sign off, Susan? Um, bye. Bye. Okay, that worked. I'm good. <laughs> that works. Yeah, yeah. Fucking good shirt.
we've reached that part in the show, everybody, where I just uh, talked to you a little bit after we have the end credits. And I just wanted to thank Kyle and our special guest, Susan, from Divine Disbelief for joining us tonight. She's a real hoot. And Kyle, like always, is is the comic virtuoso on the show. I may make a bunch of dumb jokes, but he sits in the back and just waits to slay everybody with whatever he says. So, Kyle, love you, man. Thank you for being a part of the show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Felicia was out this week because she had to work and she's going to be quitting her job here pretty soon. So go, Felicia. We're, we're hoping the best for you. But now it's the part of the show where I have to uh, thank all the patrons out there for all of their continued support of the show. I don't have a whole lot to say for most folks tonight. We're going to be back in studio coming up this week. And so next episode that you guys will get on Monday will be us in studio. So you'll you'll probably enjoy that one a little bit more. I mean, it's fun doing stuff remote, but it's even better to do stuff in, in, in the same room with each other. So without further ado, let's thank Rob Foster, Ryan Stevenson, Satan's Little Monkey, and I am in the wrong part of the list. That's not in the A's or anything. So how about Nabissia Knoll, Andrea Brooks, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, Brooke Moffat, Hopswatch, Hugh Robinson, Irish Swede, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Mark Layton, Apochley, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Ryan, Stacey Startzel, The Custodial Humanist, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Winter Solstice 93, Andre Skabinski, Arizona Atheist, Azozio, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Daisies, Divine Disbelief, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Glenn Albus, Henry Hutan, and Hylian and Monkeys, Jay, Jennifer Masevich, J.LX2, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Mary Dunlop, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, State, Ryan Stevenson, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Wade Heaton. And then we have Algatra Coldus, and, uh, Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corinne Smith, Corey Vanderpool, G. Or G Space RX, Gary Smith, Hellbound Hillbilly. Thank you for joining us on the whole patron show. Malleus Farmentum, name Mr. Bible Pants. Michael Smuda, Micro Warrior 00, Mike Yoakum, Angus Fergus, Patrick Neary, Ray Kelly, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Roosevelt Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Angelica Pearson, Anwin Davies, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Fireshard, Freethinker 215, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Jartan Rayan, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson. Oh, so this is how you change your name. Peter Magnuson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, Grand Priapism, Jazza G, Joe, Matthew J Matthew James, Michael Lord, Mikey Famine, Or Toothman, Peter Hockley, and Philip Jessup. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the show. It really does mean the world to us. Uh, 2021 is going to be a really fucking awesome year, guys. I'm telling you right now, we're off to a good start. And can you believe we're about halfway through this fucking thing already? I can't. Jesus Christ. So uh, keep on the lookout. We're probably going to be taking this show on the road here in 2022. I don't know about 2021 because we got to get to some sort of sense of normal with uh, the pandemic before we can, you know, start planning road trips to places, even though they'll be open like the Ark Encounter is. So anyway, folks, thanks for listening. We will catch you next week with another one. Uh, I appreciate it. And I will talk to you later. Have a good one. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. 
Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.